everybody. Welcome to So Fast, So Furious, the ultimate Fast and Furious podcast. Dominic Toretto lives his life a quarter mile at a time, so we're watching the entire Fast and Furious franchise a quarter hour at a time. I'm Zach Bassetta. Here with me, as always, Vito Lepicola. How's hey, it going everybody. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, we have a really funny guy here today. Definitely. And so I'm, uh, I'm hyper. It was a good section of movie, so Definitely. yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm in a good mood. And Anthony Ray Bench, are you excited, Anthony? Vroom, vroom, bitches. Yeah. That's all I got. It's say. back. It's it's here to stay. There's Dude, somebody contacted go me away. and was like, love it. And really? I was like, all right, yeah. It's oh, yours. I hate it's it It's you. <laughs> as soon as it's popular, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> and speaking of uh, popular and funny people, our guest today is Ron Swallow. How's it going, Ben? It's good. I wish I was a little more popular, <laughs> frankly. But, uh, Don't we all? Almost as popular as, as, as Vroom Vroom Bitches. I was going to say, be. as soon as you become popular, you're going to hate it. Yeah. You're, you'll be over no, it immediately. Anthony not be won't be your that. friend anymore. <laughs> I, I want to be popular enough that uh, that I just pay all my bills uh, yeah. with my with my, my, my craft. <laughs> that would be amazing, wouldn't my it? My craft is my booty. We just talked about booties. Well, guys. your craft is is your booty. I'm a stand up comic, and uh, my awesome podcast. Are we are we Dude, doing plugs already? Oh, Nerd yeah, Goat. Shit. Oh, listen yeah. to Nerd Goat, guys. Plug it's an awesome podcast. Dude, Nerd Goat is honestly like okay. So I, I used to do a show, Comics on Comics, that was a podcast. I still do it as a panel. Yeah, uh, great at panel. conventions and stuff like that. But. Uh, Dude, your show literally like from episode one, I was like, it started amazing. Most shows take four or five episodes to kind of get going. Your show was amazing from the get go, and you. every week, I think I think about once a month, I write to you guys on Facebook, you and <laughs> you Ed do. Greer, yeah. and I'm like, dude, that episode was better than the last one that I thought was your best episode. Like, <laughs> it just keeps getting better and Appreciate better. That. It's amazing. Well, yeah. I'm lucky to have Ed, who, uh, who uh, him and I are like. Similar and so different at the same time. Obviously, one of the things is that he's black. I don't know right. if you know that. You guys but, are like the Brian and about, Rome about of, that. That's yes. right, that's podcasting. Right. Yeah, we might be. <laughs> that is accurate. And Ed is hilarious. And it's really easy to work off of Ed because he's so funny. And Goat so, is greatest of all time. Greatest so of all time. So basically, we talk about it. Uh, people come and talk about their favorite fictional character. Uh, we just did Rocky Balboa. Who I love. Uh, yep. uh, with uh, uh, JTE from Screen Junkies. And we had Mark Ellis uh, talk about Leonardo from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Awesome. Very cool. So it was great. The, did the Rocky one come out yet? I'm a couple uh, no, of No, that'll come out two weeks. Right okay. These are the new one episodes that are coming up. I was going to so, suggest you have Zach come on. And I was like, Rocky? He's going to do. If you can't do Rocky, you're probably going to do Dominic Toretto. No. no. Oh, no. We've already decided. He's oh, going to okay. do Ash. Oh, From yeah, Evil okay. Yeah, that makes Dead. a it's lot of be sense. Awesome. I yeah, just, I'm very excited. I'm surprised it hasn't I'm excited. been done yet. I'm so surprised cool. as well. Dude, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, could, I could believe that. So you yeah. say, you say uh, the, Balbo- the Balboa episode will be in, out, out in two weeks. It'll be out probably this week when this episode well, comes out. Yes, probably, yeah. So look, go on and look. If you're listening to this, look for the Brocky Balboa Nerd Goat episode and It'll be subscribe. Good. You guys, you guys seriously subscribe it. to it. Download it. I've not had a... A bad episode yet. That yeah, if I've you're nerdy, to, like, you're gonna I have legit, a good time. Yeah, and I even if you're not like, nerdy, actually, it's no, dude. I, there are characters on there like we were talking before we recorded Kyle Rayner. He was never my favorite Green Lantern, but after I heard that episode, I was like, maybe I've been kind of a dick towards Kyle Rayner. Maybe and, I should give him more of a shot. And so. if you're a person who's listening to this and you hate Superman, listen to our Superman episode. It oh, yeah. may literally change your mind. 
the guy who ta- talks about Superman knows so much and understands Superman in a way deeper way than you would ever think. So it's well, yeah, sometime yeah. you can have Vito and Anthony and myself on, and we can have a Brian or Dominic Toretto. Uh, we should do that for actually, yes, we will definitely do that, and we'll do it on Patreon, and I'll pay you guys. Oh, that'd be amazing. Okay, yeah. you can make money doing this. Well, so down. You'll you'll <laughs> get you'll get uh, gas money at the worst. Okay, that's all. I, that's yeah. all I need. My I, I drive a Hummer. It's going to be four hundred dollars. Okay, cool. I'm kidding. Well, I, s- <laughs> speaking of things you, can't you afford drive, a Hummer. no, I know. <laughs> that's but the, you know who that's can the, afford that's a Hummer? The funny part. Uh, not anybody. Dominic in, Toretto. In, well, I mean, yes. <laughs> well, Dominic unfortunately is not in. He's, he's not in this movie. He can afford to steal it, which is sad. He's in, in this it movie is, in our hearts. Uh, let me say that I, when you guys were telling me to that we're going to do this, and I rewatched it, I too fast, too furious, too fast, too furious, that. It should be called uh, Too Bad Vin Diesel Isn't In This Movie. <laughs> that's a good point. I take it you're not a Tyrese fan. I mean, no, that's not the, the... I just think Vin Diesel makes these movies better. Because here's the thing. He's a guy who does cheesy shit and makes that cheesy shit acceptable. Yeah. I like, don't Riddick is not a great movie. And he's a very cheesy guy, but he pulls off that type of cheesy ass character where you go, "Oh, this is fun." He, he would have been here for a fun time. Like he yeah. would have been. He, he rem- now he's doing a remake of Kojak. I don't know if you guys know this I've heard or not. About no. it. The people, the people behind the Fast and the Furious series are doing a Kojak remake, and he's playing obviously Kojak. That's great. He has that that feel of like one of those actors from the 70s yeah. who is like a rat packy type of dude like he mm-hmm. f- he would have fit in so well in the 70s and 60s totally, with totally. like the rat pack the cheesy jokes and yeah, and the, and and the, the good clothes and the, and the yeah the, so i could see cheese. that he's totally yes he he knows he's cheese but he's like really good spreadable cheese up. that's great on yeah, toast exactly yeah well but Bri- let's let's get, yeah, into let's get into we've this. digressed Brian and Roman undercover Car race thing they got going on here. It's I'm not entirely sure what Carter Verone's it's plan. A, this is. thing, this thing is a little convoluted. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're in the middle of this thing. Uh, the cops are hoping they can somehow use this to tie the drugs and the money to Carter, Carter Verone. Yeah, right. And uh, so the drivers are, are racing, and they do what seems to be a callback to that internal engine yes. uh, combustion thing from the first movie, where they they do this shot in the first movie where Dom turns the ignition and it goes into the engine. Yeah. And so in this time, uh, Brian turns the ignition and it goes into the the car. So we see that there's a tracking device yeah. <laughs> inside yes. of it. Which it's like is one of the world's as- worst tracking device shots ever too because yeah. it's like clearly CGI it's worse than in the first movie I'm not sure how that happened I should have been better but this but, is uh, so I guess we know that uh, the cops are tracing Roman and Brian as, as they're although yeah. I, you could have if you'd never seen the movie it could be a bomb too it's got a weird light on it well, yeah. we, so it's like right, or does it say GPS on it it, it doesn't but they, they cut to, to Markham at the police station okay, and yeah. he's putting this gun in his holster and he's like they're making a run for it because yeah. he doesn't understand that going to a car race test there might be driving involved right yeah. he's also right. apparently doesn't understand that they have to be Undercover, yes, so they right. would have to do some things that might seem sketchy as undercover officers. Yeah, why? frequently That's, do. Yes, yeah, so that is that. was one of the things that put in my notes. It's like, why would he think they're running? He, they know they're being tracked. Like, where does he think no, they're they going? They, they don't know that yeah, they're being the tracked. Doesn't, doesn't. Oh, I thought that yeah. they had told them that they had Although, GPS. A, in the they car. could have no. told them, okay. and B, um, Monica Eva Mendez could tell them also what's going right. on. Hey, by right. the way, guys, they're they're going on a, a test yeah, for and Carter. And you would tell them. Yeah. You know why you would tell them? 
so that they could feel safe. Yeah, right. And it's your job. And, you know, yeah. like, you know. Oh, as we'll come as to see. As you're working for the government, maybe. Yes. You should feel oh. like. Oh, the, Markham the is the might worst. Come in and shoot some people. Yes, yeah. Markham is the worst cop in film history, as we'll come to see <laughs> yes. very shortly. Does he show up in any of the other movies? Yeah. I don't remember. No, no but it, he does not. Oh, who? Eva Mendes. Markham. Oh, or yeah, no, yeah, she Markham. or he? You're talking you about Monica. Uh, Eva Mendes. James Remar. Oh, James Remar. No, no, he's done. Oh, okay. This no. is it. No. No. This is one and done. That was yeah. it. Yeah, and he makes a good cop though. He's good. Yeah, I like him. I mean, he's good in pretty much everything. Yeah, Um, he's great. There's more driving. I mean, he's a terrible cop in this, but I don't think that's his fault. No, it's not his fault. Any of the performances in this, I don't think are anybody's fault but Tyrese. (laughs) Well, I will will argue with you. I don't dislike Tyrese, uh, but... uh, Tyrese is great. He just (laughs) makes up all of his own shit. Go into it. We'll get to it. Okay, okay. We'll he does. Okay, that's the weird thing is that you don't like that. I think that's great about the character, so we'll we'll argue later. Okay. The shit isn't clever and it's super repetitive. No, not that, but it doesn't make sense. Yes. Not only that, his it's shit like isn't clever and up. it's super Oh, wait a minute. It's like he just makes He's like, "Hey, wh- what's the craziest thing I could say right here? I'm gonna say it right now." <laughs> what's the craziest Shit, I can say right here. Tyrese he played it. by Chris Tucker. I know, right? <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? You understand the words <laughs> like coming crazy, out of my mouth? What the crazy shit I can say right now? <laughs> so they're driving. Roman and Brian basically have a full-on conversation and hand gestures and facial expressions while driving 100 miles an hour. Yeah. I think this is the first Fast and the Furious movie where it's implied they can hear what they're saying, I, even well, though they're like the, it's 50 like the feet apart. Ground. Like, I feel like they, they can read each other's like faces Lips. and stuff, but they can't hear each other. In the yeah. later movies, they can hear each other yeah. <laughs> while driving, which is insane um and roman is like showing off per usual and drives between these two semi trucks then brian drives between them then another drug driver contestant tries to drive between them but he can't handle it and he gets run the fuck over by this truck yeah that by guy is dead way. he yeah, is dead yes totally dead. Yeah. He's here's, here's the sure weird dead. thing about that first of all we all live in la we drive past trucks every day driving to the left or right of a truck at a decent amount of speed you start to kind of get pulled into a truck like you it's can feel that weird. so think about how difficult the stunt driver the, the the problem the stunt driver had to have had going between two trucks they're going a reasonably fast amount mm-hmm. you know there's a shot of paul walker going through there it's really paul walker on the car yeah it's he not. Did a, that's driving, not apparently. like a special effect. Yeah, it's good stunt. This yeah, is, I so would say well, the one thing that I uh, would say what's fun about this is that stunt driving is pretty fucking. Oh, it's amazing. It's good. Yeah, yeah everything so with this bit right here been, looks great. So you've got like three or four cars going through between these trucks. Although I that's will say, really that difficult. I don't even know how they had that diesel. It must have had a pretty heavy load to run over the car the way it did. <laughs> right, and not like. Oh, he just kept going. You know, tail and then yes. roll over and then destroy the entire freeway with the as, as we've seen in these movies, the truck drivers don't give a fuck. Yeah. They kill <laughs> just people and just right. keep, keep going. going. They got a in, load to deliver. In real you know? life, you run over a guy who goes under your car, you'd be like, fuck, I'm going to get fired. <laughs> I better get my insurance. And I better pull call over. the cops. These two guys give each other a look. They lit- There's literally a shot where they look at each other and they're like, yeah. And they start <laughs> swerving to hit the cars going between yeah. them. Well, if getting run over doesn't kill that guy, getting blindsided by the car behind him did. And this causes a massive accident on the freeway. The drug drivers are all whizzing through it. And then Brian says out loud, all right, Rome. I've got something for your ass. Why is he saying these lines? It's 
This is ridiculous. It's Nas. <laughs> it's He's too much Nas. It's going to his head. Because they have to keep the bromance from the first movie going. So I've they got have to, something for your They're ass. bickering even though they can't hear each other. Yeah. That's that's how, how deep their enmity goes, is that is they that they're that bickering at each other without even being able to hear it. Everything they say like in the sequence is just borderline homoerotic. <laughs> and borderline also borderline batshit crazy. Yeah. Like well, speaking of bad shit crazy, okay. then Brian flips his car around like 180 degrees and he's driving backwards on the freeway yeah. while f- giving the finger to, to Roman. One-handed yeah. without yeah. looking. Yeah. He's doing his not look again yeah. while he's driving and shooting backwards at 75 miles an hour, 80 miles an hour. Yeah. Regardless of the fact that they also yeah. have a race to win. Also, regardless well, yeah. of the fact that cars do not drive that fast backwards. <laughs> no. I just I don't. I strongly have a feeling that that was one of those stunt cars that they make. Where, where, where can do I, was, I call him Brian. But, well, no, where Paul Walker is literally sitting in the car and there's a guy hidden in the front. So the back end of the car is the front end of the car. Oh. That's how they do those scenes where That's they drive really fast in movies. They have a guy hidden in there who is driving it forward it's but it looks like driving. it's going because the chassis is backwards mm. oh. so yeah they probably stuck paul walker in the car and then just drove it straight I, w- I mean like phys- this is the first movie where physics starts to take a back seat to right it. yeah i mean well, you already did the first 15 minutes with the fucking bridge jump yes. right so the where the cars leap else. over yeah. one another i think that is officially the moment where these movies start getting into into histrionics yeah, versus it being realistic like the transporter yeah uh, the second transporter the first transporter has like some of the best like chase scenes I've ever seen. Yeah. And the second transporter, he does a a uh, corkscrew spin roll and knocks a bomb <laughs> off the bottom right. of his car. Right, right. And, and to me, that's the that. same shit. <laughs> it's the same shit. It's like he's he's clearly wasting although, his time driving as a as a as a driver for criminals when yeah. he could be working for anyone uh, like else and making X-Men. way more money. Right, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, cars are his obviously. Power. I will say yeah. though, in this section. Uh, the driving is pretty fucking great. It is. It is amazing. It's fun. The dude also who the 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 car that kind of smashes. I can't remember if it's the guy who smashes back and forth who goes under and gets killed. But that that driving back and forth, smashing into those trucks, is super fucking difficult. Yeah, everything yeah. about like, the race. I mean, in the, yeah. this whole movie really is so colorful and like it's a nice movie to look at. You know, yeah. I would say that much. It's these truck drivers are like. Thank God none of them drive for Kevin and James. Yes. Like there's no Kevin K and J on the <laughs> Kevin you, were you, Did you hear that episode? Uh-uh. Oh, there was, we had this whole episode about like who the truck driver, the owners of the trucks were in the first movie. Oh. And thankfully none of those trucks show up in this. So Kevin That's and James right. are not responsible for more death. Kevin it is um, Jeff, dude. It's Kevin and Jeff. Kevin and Jeff. Sorry. Kevin and Jeff. Sorry. James, Jeff. I was like, thinking Kevin, James, shit. and yeah. But. Well, well, Kevin used to date James. And right, so right, like he's yeah. accidentally so, called Jeff. That yeah. a couple then Kevin, they, Kevin then and they, Jeff they turned into Kevin James, right? The <laughs> great actor and from Mall, Mall Cop. Cop, Paul, Paul Blart. Blart, Mall Cop. Mall Cop. Damn you! Yeah, <laughs> sorry, Paul Blart. You will, you will, you will show it respect. Ron. I haven't seen it. it. What if it's good? It's not okay. I haven't seen it, but I can already tell you yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah, I think that's no. safe to say. Uh, so Brian almost misses his exit from his driving backwards shenanigans but uh, he flips back around at the last second uh, the other drivers Wait, are right the behind the hero him. actually makes his goal in yeah. that situation awesome mm-hmm. I Go mean, back. last minute too. I yeah, love the fact. Something like, "Oh shit!" He, he goes, does. "Oh shit!" Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. He's like, "Oh, I gotta stop fucking around." Because when you're driving backwards at 90 miles an hour, you have a chance to see you have your turn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, your yeah. exit is there. Look, oh shit! There are no women to impress in this scene. <laughs> yeah, there's no he's one to start. Tyrese is the woman he's oh, impressing. He's, well, okay, let me say this: uh, as a 
uh, once pro rollerblader. Not <laughs> nice. trying to brag, guys. Really? <laughs> yeah, I used to jump on handrails and stuff. Dude, that's awesome. I used to, not pro level, but I yeah. used to skate I was, too. I was three uh, three spots away from going to X Games and the ASA Amateur Championships in 1998. Not trying Very to brag, cool. guys. That's fucking Very awesome. Yeah, but you were on a whole other yeah. level than I was. Yeah, that's cool. I was a crazy person. So, But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they could, you could have crazy been crazy triple X. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, well, no, because they, well, maybe, sure. Um, <laughs> I was crazy, though, and that's the thing is when you're crazy, you just do crazy shit because it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, so that's I true. will support him going backwards uh, at 90 miles an hour because when you like to do crazy shit, you just do it because it's like, this is a good time. Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, I used to jump off the roofs of, of buildings uh, doing a 540, uh, and uh, you don't do that uh with any girls around, ever. <laughs> you do it because it's a good time. Well, no, you film it, and then you show the girls the success. Although I will take. say that I have <laughs> made I out. Everything back. I did, yeah. I did <laughs> make out with a few girls back in the day from being good at rollerblading. So, yeah. oh, Man, I'm in the wrong wrong line of business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not as much when skateboarding uh, started to start making fun of us. Oh, Fruit booters. I yeah. get that one a lot. They actually created it. Uh, I don't know. This is. I'm sorry, guys, that I'm <laughs> no, going on sorry. tangents Not on your all. podcast. Uh, but um, we're talking about being a daredevil being here. Being extreme, so it works. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. there's uh, uh, they made a th- um, so okay. Skateboarding was a business at that point in, in in the 90s. They they were weren't they were corporations. They weren't dudes who were skateboarders running corporations. Right. Rollerblading. Uh, all of the the companies that were created were created by rollerbladers because they needed the equipment to skate, and so they just made this stuff up so that they could do it. But it turned into a bigger businesses. They weren't expecting that. Well, skateboarding, one of the part of business, if you ever go to a business, one of the first things you do is you make a plan for anyone who starts taking some of your market share. And rollerblading started taking some of skateboarding's market share. So they came up with a plan to ruin rollerblading. And what, what? they did was they made those fruit bumper, uh, fruit booter uh, uh, ads in their Fairy magazines. Fairy too. Yeah. yeah. And they put them in their magazines specifically to make rollerblading, make people think that rollerblading was gay. And, you know, nobody liked gay people in the 90s. That is so, so yeah. interesting. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, you automatically kind of equate rollerblading with, you know, the guy in the hot pants. You know? Yeah, I mean, that's a joke I do exactly. where I say when I say pro rollerblader, <laughs> you don't picture what I was actually doing. Right. What you picture was me in a leotard stroking <laughs> with it down. A fanny pack. Beach, with, with a fanny, fanny pack. With a fanny pack. I've got a fedora on with a leaf with like a, a, no a, a feather yeah. and those reflective sunglasses and I'm just stroking it down Venice Beach that's yeah. what you see yeah, that's yeah. not what I was doing with was a doing, parrot on your shoulder well obviously yeah, yeah. maybe <laughs> even in a, maybe even like a, a pet uh, armadillo or something <laughs> and disco music <laughs> I, sure. I have no qualms oh. with sidetracking this podcast at all you want to know something fucked up I can't find skates in my size anymore nowhere Oh, wow. It's because they don't make them for fruit booters. I don't know. What's, I don't even know what, what fruit booter is. I know. What uh, is it? Oh, know. shit. Yeah, yeah, no. Good luck with that, man. What does yeah. fruit booter mean? Uh, it's rollerblader. Yeah. It's a derogatory term to rollerblader. Because and they rollerblades also, are kind of boots. They also put, you know, in the end, they had all these uh, these like little articles and stuff. And one of the things they put in the back of, and this is in the skateboarding magazine, in the back of it, uh, was, uh, what's the toughest part about telling your parents that you're a rollerblader? Yeah, I that saw that. Gay? Yeah. Wow. That you're also wow. gay. Holy shit. Wow. Admitting Dude. that you're gay. That is and fucking that was, nuts. They created that to ruin rollerblading. And literally a year to two years later, we were out of the X Games. Yep. And you, like you said, you can't find anything. Yeah. So they literally, skateboarding, who was who supposed to be like the punk rock group of, of, uh, of sports, mm-hmm. did the corporate Sold thing out. Yeah. And ruined a sport. They became the man. Yeah. That's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Thank I God nobody did that with racing. That. I know, right? Where would we be? be? <laughs> you remember that uh, that Flame Boy skateboard? Oh yeah, it was like yep. Flame Boy pissing on the rollerblades, yep. and the rollerblades were on fire because Flame Boys made a fire. 
Well, we yeah. are we are rollerblade positive here. Yeah, yeah that's I'm right. So fast, bring so it back. Right. Bring it back, guys. <laughs> Seriously, I'm too old to really jump on handrails anymore, though. I mean, I'm not. I can do it. It's just not a good idea. Maybe not every day. That's yeah. a movie yeah. where there's yeah. a comeback a for rollerblading. Year old. <laughs> you you're like, we'll call it 42. Like, going to do this, and it'll be a Hitchhiker's yeah. Guide to the Galaxy reference and rollerblading movie. Sounds like a great idea. <laughs> let's right. do this. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> write that. Write that script. Well, let's talk about how obviously uh, of the two characters, who would have been the rollerblader? It would have been Brian. Brian, yeah. totally. Brian. I think that's. Brian, yeah. I don't get the impression that Tyrese would be caught dead in a pair of rollerblades. No, yeah. Not because he read those magazines. BMX. But, yeah. Roman I mean, would needs, do BMX. Well, he's had that ankle bracelet, the monitor on his on his leg it for so long. It prevented him similar. from wearing a Exactly. Boot. I don't yeah. think yes. he'd, it'd be a trigger Poor for him. Poor bastard. And uh, so, so Brian and Tyrese make their, their exit. Uh, the other drivers are not all so lucky. Uh, one crashes into those water trash cans. Oh, he's yeah. probably dead. I yeah. would say that was For a pretty sure. hard hit. Well, if anyone, well, he might survive it. Might survive. I mean, that. those those the water is obviously in there to buffer Soften you. Soften it, yeah. But I mean, hitting. Yeah, if you're going 90 miles an he hour, he's going pretty you're fucking dead. fast. Pretty fast. Uh, they edged him get into in, it. It's funny because we all we would love these movies and stuff, but if you get in a wreck, going over 80 miles an hour to 90 miles an hour. There's a good 85% chance you well, die. Well, let's keep that and, in and mind. You know, you know why they that's, don't? That's going to come up in a minute. It's very interesting, though, why they don't in these movies. And I didn't know this until we had uh, the director, Rob Cohen, on of the first film. All their cars were designed with roll bars. Like, these people, oh. they're going fast, but they've designed their own cars with the roll so bars that so roll. that when they crash, yeah. they don't die. That's why none of them die in the first my movie. Dad ha- my dad had a hot rod that was like Which, that, too. Yeah, so it kind of yeah. makes sense. It actually does make some sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're masters. And so the drivers nearly run over some dude in Little Haiti before. Rostaman. Yeah, it's, it might as well be, right? I love how he barely reacts to cars. <laughs> yeah, almost. He's, he's so fucking high. Him. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. he's in the middle between occurs. them. Yeah, exactly. He would have, if he had gotten hit by either of his cars, he would have exploded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he'd be in at least two pieces. Though. Maybe. Yeah. That's probably true. Yeah. The. What did did you guys get the sense like that there was going to be more? I it seemed like such an an individual moment, like yeah. it's in, in literally like you see the store he's this, in the bodega and the people and they're like, hey Rastaman, I did like, hey, they were like, you know, we like haven't leaving. had a comedy moment, yeah, forty five like, seconds. <laughs> they really pay a lot of attention to yeah. this character, and I was wondering if he's a character in maybe Baby Boy or one of the other John Singleton movies I, that they I know threw of, in no. as a cameo. Maybe. I think they you know just I mean? wanted you to know that it was little Haiti. Yeah. And so they had people with the accents and, and the look the little, and everything. Yeah. yeah, because that it was so individual. You know what I mean? They didn't right. like, hey, man, I'm going it's back to so the store. It's so very specific and just a moment where uh, it, it's like one of those jokes that like you put in and you uh, as a stand-up, you, you're like, this is going to fucking kill. <laughs> and right. then you do it, and then Nothing. no one laughs at all. Yeah. And you right. go, this was brilliant. It's a very understand. Michael Bay moment yeah. in that movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah it feels like a Michael Bay movie. It does kind it of does feel a little Bay. bit. It's a, I would little, agree. It's a little. There's smarter. not enough explosions. Yeah, that's true. For and robots. Bay. I mean, yeah. don't but, get me wrong, but there is a lot of like just c- more clever stuff in this film than I think maybe. Uh, yeah. It's true. It's no, true. I I think it's weird because I think it's a two against two situation. I think this movie's way better than what people think it is, and okay. you guys think it's way worse. I don't we know. Start our own podcast. Yeah, about how much we hate this fucking. Yeah, movie. or how right we are. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I don't. Hate, I hate it. No, I don't hate it's it. I won't say I hate it. I can't say if I hate it because I like cheesy shit. Like you know, mm-hmm. like I I watched Laser Mission, so you know, 
from what Brandon is Lee. Laser Mission. You haven't seen Laser Mission? Of no. course you haven't. Nobody's seen Laser Mission. You only see Laser Mission if you're a Brandon Lee and Dolph Lundgren fan. I wait a minute though. I love Showdown in Little Tokyo. Yeah, I love. They also uh, did. Oh well, no, actually, Laser Mission. I don't think has Dolph Lundgren, or does it? I think it might have Dolph Lundgren. It might be some other. I love those big guys. White yeah, me too. But, yeah. But uh, Brandon Lee did this movie called Laser Mission that is. So bad. I would watch any so movie cheesy. called Laser Mission. Yeah, right. Regardless of well, who's. Well, maybe we'll do one. <laughs> we have a mission for you. Damn it! Laser mission involves lasers in fifteen-minute yeah. increments. Well, I think that's, that this was really that's just a little too much. I need to see this movie <laughs> to uh, let you know that they're in Little Haiti because the the next shot is them crashing through the gate into the impound yard. The gate guard is unfazed. Yeah, he I looks love like he just knocked like over this. a cup. Yeah. I, yeah. But I love yeah. the fact that Brian is in this like import car. He hits a post that is designed to like stop a truck mm-hmm. and blows it's, it. It's, the fuck it's off. literally a car stopper, so that if somebody hits it, the That's car kind of divides it, and yeah. he knocks it out of the way, and they just drive in like nobody's business. Like it's yeah. made of paper. It is. It yeah, I'm sure it's made, made of plastic. cardboard. Yeah. I get the impression but, uh, this happens often. Or at least, you know, Oh, like frequently. this guy who works at the impound yard is like, yeah. not again. Exactly, yeah. yes. Or more more along the lines of like, well, I guess that happened again. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder they're making them, you know, so that the cars can just blast through it. Or would mm-hmm. he be cleaning bodies off the street? That actually makes more sense now. Maybe they even thought about it. Maybe John Singles is like, okay, here's the backstory for this <laughs> this junkyard, you know. Uh, they are constantly being broken into. So they just... Don't try that hard. They, right. they put a fence up because right. they do have to make it look well, like... Well, I will say there's actually a reason for this. Oh, okay. There is a reason revealed later. Uh, oh, interesting. Okay. So while all this is going oh, wait, on... I do remember now. You remember okay, now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Carter Verone is doing background checks on all the drivers, and you very briefly see Roman's psych review from the, I guess, the cops. Yeah, yeah. that was they hilarious. They got access to this. I'm just going to read a little bit of it. Uh, this is an extremely egocentric individual who cannot take the criticism of others or tolerate shortcomings of any kind. He would further be described as someone who requires instant gratification for his impulses and who can get violent when those impulses are not satisfied he is glib and superficial but also extremely manipulative and he also must be dominant in all relationships with women i'm starting to think that was just john singleton's description of, of the tyrese. character yeah that was just the character breakdown <laughs> of actually on... tyrese yeah, of tyrese. yeah that's, oh, that's or more along like he wrote this description and then he met tyrese and he was like that is perfect. this is the guy actually yeah, this is the guy pretty nice guy the weird the weird thing about that is that does sound exactly like something out of the director's notebook right, right like him right. going like this is what i want this character well, to be well what's funny is there was actually were a, like, a top paragraph above that that was gibberish like it was sentences but they didn't make sense and so i just cut that out so yeah i do think it was just kind of meant to be a, a toss of whatever we have up there okay. he was like someday somebody's going to pause this and read it we yeah, better put yeah. something in there someday that, somebody's going to have a, a podcast called so fast so furious <laughs> and make fun yeah. of Yes. My movies. Now, I, I do have to ask this question. Why did he wait until they actually were in the middle of the test to do a background check on I these I don't people? understand his philosophy yeah, in this at all. That and where, where, okay, here's another question. I know he's a billionaire. Where does he get the ability to tap into, like, Interpol computers and get their police records on his home, com- it's on his home television. You know what I think the answer is? He's got that, uh, what do you call it, that disorder. <laughs> ADD. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's a, or he's got one of those boxes that you get from China that you hook up to your TV and it allows you to like get. <laughs> Did they new have movies those in 2003? I yeah. don't know. The Fire but, Stick. Yeah, it's right. kind of like a Fire Stick thing. Yeah, but, but like, then you download guys, a program called Voodoo or something. I can't remember what it is now. I wouldn't know because I watch everything legally. Me too. Ron. I also watch things legally. <laughs> I have never the, used a torrent site in my life. What is a torrent? I don't even know what that is. Who knows? I just the, heard somebody who was a criminal say it. 
it was Carter Verone who is using was. some yeah, sort of. I think of, it's a pirate thing. How it's did he do this? Oh. I th- this is what I'm. I this is the stuff I, mean, I always question. Like, what is this guy well, thinking? Well, could could it be that Monica sort of allows it to happen because she's a cop? Maybe she. Yeah, know. but then wouldn't he suspect her? Well. But yeah, when you go deep undercover, you like, race baby, bit. how are you? Yeah. How are you able to do this and and call I'm just, this? I'm just this stuff up. at this point because I don't believe looking at her. No offense, because Eva Mendez is fine as hell. I don't buy her as a hacker. Yeah, and I don't buy this dude as a hacker either. Right. Yeah. Well, there are people in this franchise that look less like hackers that are hackers. That That's is true. true. That <laughs> is true. So I actually like that though. I like when they have. I like when they're like, they're like. You know, when you have a guy who shouldn't be a hacker be a hacker, that's more fun. Sure. It's, you, you just, you it's some guy who's like, uh, like has glasses on and has a punch and a fucking wearing a he's like just a bow tie and a, then he does hacking. You're hard. like okay. Or if he's like a hacker from the uh, old you know '90s movies where he's got like the sunglasses and and he's rollerblading. Clearly, <laughs> looks like he's a character out of the Matrix. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Those ones are bad too. I don't like sunglasses and the spiked hair. Yeah. Well, Brian and Roman. Angelina Jolie. I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah. She can hang out anywhere. Brian and Roman drive deeper into the impound lot, which apparently has a fuck ton of boats. A lot of boats like get impounded in Miami. How many boats are being impounded in this town? They're just driving through rows of boats. Stop. For, like, this is the, the Miami police. Not Pull the, the boat over. Where is the car section? <laughs> like, where are our cars at all? Yeah, well, Brian does say that. He's like, where the fuck are the cars? Yeah. I need cars. Where are the cars? And I'm like, why? It's a boat. This is clearly not an impound. Yeah. It's, it's a boat yard of some kind. More boats get impounded in Miami? I don't know. Yeah. Is everyone running That's drugs in Miami? If you're in Miami and you're running drugs, let us know. No, I'm just kidding. It is Florida. They've, they've, yeah, there's a lot of drug running actually happening. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, they finally find the red Ferrari, which is just parked in the middle of a big clearing like it's waiting for them. I know. I was thinking, even, even in, like, whatever... Even in an impound, a rich guy gets the fucking benefit. Like, it's like they park <laughs> like his car so no one's going to hit it. Yeah. It's yeah. like he's even getting Make treated sure great get with his car being impounded. Doesn't want yeah. to get scratched, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. You can impound my car, but I don't want you to get treated on it. better than the rest of us, no matter what. I expect it the same going out as it did going in. Right. Uh, so they get yes, out of their sir, car. Mr. Verone. What's that? Oh, I just said, yes, sir, Mr. Verone. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so they get out of their car and they head for the Ferrari. Roman removes his shirt, wraps it around his hand, and goes immediately to punch out the driver's side window, even though the door is actually unlocked, it turns out. Yeah. You know what, though? That's a comedy moment. No, he took off his shirt because Tyrese said, I want a scene where I take my shirt off. Yeah. First of all, Tyrese is fucking ripped in this movie. And and it also speaks to how bad a shape Paul Walker must have been in. I know. I kept... That is is what I kept thinking. Because we talked about his clothing... He yeah, looks the West like Coast a chopper piece shirt. of shit. I kept thinking that <laughs> he because he's so fucking soft. good looking. He's so good looking. He's he like, I don't need place. to have abs. Yeah, who, needs, like, who needs abs when you fucking all look on my like, body? Yeah, my face is face. up here, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Walker, dad bod too. Yeah. The revenge. But yeah, he that, the editing in that, by the way, is fucking amazing. The, the, with the violence and the start, how he did, and he smashes that window, that's pretty pretty well done. Oh, but cool. I do think it's like because, you know, in the commentary, like John Singleton says that the only reason this scene is here is because Tyrese wanted a scene where he takes his shirt off. But what's interesting in the movie is that the scene, like, there's no other reason narratively for that scene to exist like there they is. try the op- the door and it just opens but you know what there what? is what? 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 because he has a total disrespect for authority and he's oh, got an impulse he's, control he, problem he, he and breaks, other people's property he breaks the fucking window of the car to get into it he wants so to, he's to like punch windows yeah he's disrespecting 
Carter Verone by breaking the window of a Ferrari. So I totally missed the fact that he uh, took the shirt and wrapped it around his fist. You thought he did it bare? I li- no, no, I, I I missed that completely. I thought he just took off his shirt, like because oh, he was going to throw over. a punch. <laughs> oh, Guys, sure is hot here in Miami. Sure like, is hot. Race is done. Time to take off this shirt. Right, I'm relaxing. Pop off this shirt. Let these nips out. Yeah, there's like a billion <laughs> things to distract you here in the arc light, and I think I, I can. I missed that completely. I thought he just took off his shirt. Like the race is over. Time to take off my shirt. I mean, hey, if I was Tyrese. I'd probably just be shirtless. Yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't wear time. a fucking shirt ever. Why not? It'd be dead winter. I'd be wearing a, a no shirt and a coat over it. Yeah, fuck yeah. You'd want to. You'd want to show that body. I off. have something to get off my chest. It's my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Tyrese! You're wasting my time. <laughs> can, can we tangent here for a second and just say how great of a Luke Cage he would have been? Because John Singleton no. was going to make a Luke Cage movie. Dude, I think he would have been an amazing Luke Cage. They would have sat on him. They would have calmed his character he down. I think he weird, could have been amazing. Weird, weird lines. Could you see him yelling, sweet Christmas and punching a bitch? That'd be amazing. Not a bitch as in a woman. I mean a yeah, bitch. I think Everybody looked Christmas at me when I said punching a bitch like he was going to hit a woman. But he can't pull off the the cool Luke Cage stuff. I read I read the script from the uh, the oh, late nineties. Yeah? It was really fucking good. Cool. But I yeah. do think part of what but makes no, Tyrese is not. Yeah, Tyrese in this role works because it's such a he's over playing the top, himself. Basically, I mean, he's playing a, a little bit of an exaggerated version of himself, which is a guy who just gets to say whatever right. he wants to say. All the time, he, has to he have actually ADD. doesn't even know it's a movie. Yeah, <laughs> we're just thinks, getting a, we're just getting to drive this cars. Is real right? life, he's like, oh, am I stealing <laughs> cars? Now? He's like, there's always a camera around when we're doing all this fun shit. <laughs> he's a model; he's used to it. Yeah. What uh, did true. you? How how horrible would that be if it was a Windy City Heat thing where he legit didn't know he's in a movie? It'd be hard. There's just hidden cameras everywhere. I would watch both versions. Why is he driving backwards? You're so crazy. <laughs> well, so That's Brian so and Roman find the package in the center console of the car. Yeah, it's not in the glove box. Where you'd think he oh, very he does specifically check. said it's in the glove box. It's in the console like it's a CD collection. But but Carter Verone said I left something of importance in the glove box. Does he say yeah, glove does. box? Yep. Oh shit. I that's believe why, so. That's why. That's why Brian looks in the glove box and it's and I he's totally like freaking that. the fuck out because it's not and then, there. Yeah. And then uh, Rome is like checking. But the don't you console. think that's kind of clever? Like like it's a little a, extra step that Carter puts in there to be like, and you are you going to search the whole car or a movie mistake? <laughs> I like to think it's it I'll was on both. purpose. I, no, you yeah. know, I, and it's funny because like uh, and you know, and I don't know. I know John Singleton boys in the hood, right? Mm-hmm. And and he, so you've got to be pretty thoughtful. So there could be a couple of things. Like one, uh, he could have been saying Tyrese's character is supposed to act bad because he thinks, like, if you act like a badass, then these guys are never going to suspect that you're working for the FBI. I think yeah, that's, that's what I was. So yeah, so thinking. part of me was thinking that that's actually a thing that the director might have gave him, and I hope that's a thing because that would be cool. But also, that's another thing that I th- agree with. I would say that he would think like, okay, well, I'm a guy, I'm a criminal. Who's um, like trying to hire guys, but I want to make sure they're skilled enough and thoughtful enough to work in a, a heated moment. Yeah, so like what do I do to throw happen. them off a exactly. little bit? Right. I, I'd like to believe that could hey, be the case. I, Singleton's a pretty smart savvy. Dude. I've seen some interviews. Yeah, I feel with, like he is. Yeah, he's really smart. I don't think he would. Uh, you yeah, know. So yeah. maybe some of that stuff was done on yeah. purpose. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. Um, it still won't change some some stuff that's coming up that I'm going to make fun of for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Roman puts his shirt back on, and just well, as they're says, about to leave, he says, "No, you could put your blouse back yeah, on." Well, so that, that's funny. clearly that is clearly that a, a Paul line. Walker moment. That was a good line where he, yeah. where Paul Walker is like, 
you don't have to. Come I, on, buddy. I got the feeling that it was him one-upping Tyrese in real life uh-huh. <laughs> because he insisted on taking your shirt off. Yeah. I really do feel that because he's like, now you can put your blouse back but on. It yeah, especially so Paul well. Walker's like, yeah. yeah, I'm not taking my shirt off and next to this guy. I yeah. know, right? <laughs> yeah. He looks like me. Yeah, because he calls him a hater, too. Yeah. He's hater. a hater. Yeah. Well, just as they do this, the other drivers show up, and uh, Fonzie tells his buddy to pull a gun on Brian and Roman, and it looks like there's going to be an altercation, but uh, Markham and the cops show up suddenly, and Roman's all pissed off. He pulls a, uh, a gun out and starts throwing off, uh, uh, shooting some shots off at the cops for show, I think, you know, to oh, make yeah, it look yeah. like... Yeah, he, he doesn't get near them. He hits the doors. Exactly. He does that on purpose. Well, first of all, he does... I know... Anthony and Ron, you guys don't like him. He has a great line where he yells, sit on it, Fonzie, when they show up. So yeah. he's, he's getting his little Fonzie digs on the, on the Guidos, totally, totally. which is really funny. This and then is like the second time he's said that, though. No, he said he said no, something about Fonzie no, no, earlier. When he, was, but, when he was flipping off oh, right, Brian, right. he spun his finger, which is, we were asking, like, what does that mean, sit and spin, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. But he was like, sit on a Fonzie, which was funny. And then, yes, Markham shows up because he thinks they're on the run. Right. And Tyrese, well, I, I should say Rome. Rome basically is like, he knows that if he doesn't do anything, Markham, could blow their yeah, cover. Markham is going to get out and blow their cover and basically fucking ruin it. So he's like, I need to do something. And that actually is a really good character moment because it does show that Rome, even though he's a goofball, keeps his calm in this, he, they have bad guys behind him. They have cops in mm-hmm, front of him. Mm-hmm. He's like, I need to do so. It's that moment. I hate to compare it to such a great movie at the end of Do the Right Thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> where it, where where Mookie basically is like, if I don't throw this garbage can through the window of this place and have them take their anger out on the building, they're going to kill the owner of the building. So he has to make that split decision. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, I got to pull this gun and shoot it at the car to make it look like I'm trying to get away from the cops. Totally. That was his defense to show that they are not cops. Mm-hmm. Markham is too fucking dumb and that, to that's realize That's what I mean that. about yeah. like little moments. Like There is so many silly, dumb things in this movie, but like little things like that do really work. Yeah. And, and I find a lot of... Entertainment and, and shot that they were thought there were there were definitely things here that were thought out. And while yeah. I was watching it uh, a, a, a couple of days ago, I definitely I definitely saw some of them. I still think this is possibly the worst of them. Although uh, everyone else seems to say eight, but we'll it's see. It's on the lower end. I would agree with that. Yeah. But I, I keep saying it's not insultingly bad. At least to me, like I don't get it's mad fun. watching it. I, I'm I'm actually enjoying watching it versus it. <laughs> Ron's you know. not entirely convinced. No, there were, I mean, I really enjoy all of the driving. Yeah. Because I, I love stuff like that. I love good chase scenes and, and all that. So I've enjoyed all of that. Uh, but overall, it, it's a ridiculous... Oh, it's, just it's, some it's of a it's glorified just, uh, Miami Vice episode. Well, and again, we talked about this a little bit, and I don't know if this is appropriate to say it at this time, but I'm going to say it anyways because this is what's coming to my brain. <laughs> um, I, I, the things that I like, and it's cheesy to like this stuff, but I do like that they just ham-fisted tell you that it's about family. And this one is not about family at all. Mm-hmm. Any more than... They're growing to be a family, Ron. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You see, they're, they're no. angry at one another It hasn't been established as a series yeah. theme yet. But yeah. you are right. It but does the first one out. has that. And the first it one is definitely does. like you become part of a crew of people. And the first yeah. one is also just other. way more down to earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were talking uh, a couple of episodes ago about how like the... Uh, this one feels like an anime, or it, it feels does. like a, like a Japanese like or a video like, game, yeah, yeah, video game or something like that. So it's it, it immediately departs from that first film, yeah. in a major way, and that's okay. It's it's the weird thing. It's like I'm okay with that, even though I well, consider myself a movie snob. I'm like I kind of see where they're going with it and where they and it happened well, to this, come back around. After it reminds me of yeah. what, uh, Mission Impossible. <laughs> 
two, I want to say. Because mm. remember, first Mission Impossible, you're like, what? This is fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like, the plot was great. The stunts were insane, but always seemed like the guys were in danger. Mm-hmm. Like, it was great. And then the second one, you're like, John Woo did the, the motorcycle scene and all these Where other... Where goes up on the front wheel and, f- yeah, it spins yeah, around this and weird ridiculous shit. bullshit that yeah. m- takes you out of the movie. And yeah. I feel like this movie does the same thing. I could see the, that. The plot change, the ideals behind it are just... Anyways. Did you know that the actor that was in uh, Mission Impossible 2, Doug Ray Scott, that is the villain, was supposed to be Wolverine? Yep. He was cast as Wolverine, and when Tom Cruise does that little head kick that's in the trailer, oh, yeah. he actually kicked him in the head so hard it broke a part of his neck, and he was unable to go film his scenes as Wolverine the next day, and so Hugh Jackman was the second choice, last and minute. they flew him in last minute, and the rest is history. Holy shit, yeah, that guy sure. uh, yeah. could sue yeah. Tom Cruise. <laughs> he probably oh, yeah. should. And he probably sure didn't. He recommended Hugh Jackman, too. I, I I'm not going to be able to make it tomorrow. I've got a broken neck. But you know, Could you please put Hugh in the movie? This guy yeah. who uh, sings musicals. My buddy Wee Huey is in Oklahoma. <laughs> Check it out tonight behind. and Nobody cost him know. tomorrow. He's won yeah. a Tony. You'll love him. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone splits from the impound yard. Uh, and, and back at the Carter's mansion, Monica is looking at, at Brian's ID. Brian is using the Brian Spillner name. On his fake ID, although he's never called that out loud. That's his fake name in the first movie, Brian yeah. Earl Spillner. Uh, and his new ID has aged him four years, with him now being born in 1973. Oh, I did not notice that. Making him 30. Where he's 23, according to his fake ID in the first movie. Yeah, yeah. This has him four years later. He, in the first movie, he's born on the 4th of July. In this movie, he's born on uh, like August 24th or something like that. Just not <laughs> yeah. as patriotic. It would exactly. have been amazing if That's it was fun. the same ID. Like, I would have loved that. I know, right? Yeah. Just the I'm same constantly thing. 23, guys. <laughs> what, now, I didn't even notice. Was it a Florida license this time around? Well, it wasn't really a license. It was like a, a database. Okay. Like they oh, pulled right. up yeah. a screen. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And they actually have his driving violations listed, which are uh, speeding, careless driving, and seatbelt violation. Monica, <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a fucking monster, that Brian know, Earl right? Spillner. Uh, well, Monica calls him dirty but clean. And uh, That Carter was a great him. line. She said he's clean, he's dirty, but, but clean. He's clean, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah, every there's now some, and then. There's some good noir dialogue in this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, I would actually say that's very accurate of that character. Absolutely. Because he's in a more good ways guy. than one. He's he's just, just, he just wears dirty clothes. Yeah. He's a piece of shit who wears a <laughs> West Coast chopper shirt in a goddamn like movie. It was so like Tyrese had the the, the, the sleeveless the denim. Sleeveless yeah. denim. Are we getting to that part? Do we want to wear yeah, no, he's wearing shirt. That. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. God. It's like he might as well have been wearing like some just dumpy ass. It literally yeah. looks like he bought his clothes at a thrift store. He probably did. He was in on the LA. run. And yeah, everybody else, run, everybody else is like he had to pack quick. Right. So. Yeah, but he's clearly been in Florida for a while. <laughs> yeah, you'd think. Well, yeah, he's been there long and, enough. But, but he's developed but, a nickname. But to be he fair, has enough money. It's Florida. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's why he's yeah, wearing those clothes. Yeah, but everybody else looks cool as shit. Because yeah. the style of the movie is this: like, we got these cool cars, we got all these hot chicks, we got yeah. these hot dudes like who a have their styles, hip hop music. Yeah, video. yeah, right. yeah. And and then you have this dumpy ass piece of shit who doesn't <laughs> brush his hey, hair. Now, now you're really like making me rethink this entire character because he does. He wears he clothes that are way too. Big for doesn't match. They're a little anything. baggy. They're baggy. Very they, plain. They're boring. Maybe you know there's what? no style to Maybe them. Maybe he did 
get this is a little out of training. shape. No, maybe he maybe got he a little out of shape for this movie, and he, because and they, they like, always give you like clothes. weird baggy clothes in a movie to to hide the fact that you got a little doughy. Maybe that that's makes what happens because it really strikes me in that first scene where he shows up in the white shirt and you're just like, ooh. And you know why what? That so bad? That's regular... why they showed him from the back when you originally see oh, him in the shit. movie. It's all they show sense. him from the back. Instead of it wasn't a clever because, choice. Because think about it: if they show him from the side, it just shows his yes, his and fucking if it shows dad bod from the front. He looks like the Bill's very doughboy, right? Is Paul Walker pregnant? <laughs> it's it's Vince, a cheese baby. baby. It's Vince's <laughs> baby. Uh, we're gonna have another addition to the family. <laughs> is, is this Junior? Spoiler. What's going on? <laughs> so Rome, Rome and Brian are, are back at Verone's. Uh, Brian gives Carter the package, and Rome says they're hungry. Dude, Which, but come on, say the line. The line's awesome. He's like, "Hey, man, you got something to eat up in here?" We I'm so hungry. Aggressive. That is so fucking stupid. He's yeah. so no, but he's always he keeps eating. Throughout the entire, like that's Absolutely. part of his weird character but, thing, but, which but is also, funny. But he's always hungry. Well, this but, is something I want to because, so like, I wanted to talk about the difference between good improv and bad improv, and yes. how there is both in this movie. Yes. Yeah. Because this is literally, it was Tyrese going, "What is the weirdest shit I could say <laughs> yeah. at this moment?" Maybe he was just what, really what's hungry. What's a thing that doesn't make sense <laughs> for me to say to a person? In it's like a non sequitur. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like. Hey, uh, fl- uh, pigs pigs like to fly, and uh, and you can poke them. <laughs> I just said a thing. That's a thing Maybe. I said to you. Hey, I'm at a dude's house. I'm hungry. You got food? Even though I just drove a you car You know bunch? damn well that if this movie was the exact same film with the exact same lines and it was Nicolas Cage, everybody be saying it was brilliant. Because no, we're hey, not hungry. Hey, you guys got anything to eat in here? I, I think Tyrese. <laughs> brilliant. He's a genius. No. Is I would still say that. that it's not what he says; it's how he says it. Oh, that's possible. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah, because like there's it's this like whole... one of those comedians who doesn't really have punchlines, but it's kind of funny because like the the, the rhythm delivery. to him. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I've I've yeah. seen it. Well, the whole scene All that right. plays out next All is his like dialogue just screams that to me. It yeah. has to be improvised because I'm just gonna oh, read yeah. what they say. Yes, Roman says, "What are you checking her out for?" I'm not checking her out. Yes, you were. No, I wasn't. I seen you checking her out. Okay, I was. Now shut up. You shut up. Don't tell me to shut up. That's a scene in this movie. And you know what's really the best part? She's a foot ahead of them and can hear everything <laughs> they're, they're saying. saying. She's right. Well, there, then she you even guys. says, "Both of you shut up." You know what else I noticed? And this I actually, is I actually like that. Yeah, that worked because for you? that sounds like some shit I would have said with my brother. Right. Like, I, honestly, yeah. When like, I was like that ten, sounds like well, well, these the, guys yeah. are like little kids. But they they're are like, like little kids. They, they live in this stupid race car driving world where they can say dumb shit and be idiots and get away with it yeah. you know what else is very interesting one of the things we talked about earlier uh in the very first race was how i was like wow in the background they made sure to put up the road close signs mm-hmm. and stuff the continuity was really good the the fucking gardener the fbi gardener who's like they're on the move a couple of scenes ago is still in the background working which like when they show up at the compound you see these two two guys working oh, yeah. and i'm like how shitty would it be to be that fbi agent you're, you're like i finally grooming. did it mom i'm in the and they're like we're gonna make you look like a migrant worker and you're gonna fucking go and work at this guy's compound for fucking six I weeks totally miss he's that. literally still working the ground is a, is a just, latino yeah and he's probably well, he's hating full shift. his yeah. life that's what i'm saying though it's like you don't stop to think like this poor guy is an fbi let's, agent let's do this guy's background he's like, so deep he's, undercover he's, in, he's still working on the garden he's 14 years old he's seeing he's seeing his 
his thing is family members working their ass off in agriculture. Right. And he goes, you know what? I don't want to live this life. I'm going to go to America. I'm go to, I'm, and I'm going to, be to become a, I'm, I'm a gonna, cop. I'm going to be a, I'm going to, but I'm not only that, but I'm going to become a federal agent where right. I can truly help good. Yes. my, my own people <laughs> and my, and, and, and stop drugs from being yes. run to my own people. Right. And then he works really hard. He goes through the classes. He's, he's got a 4.0. Number one at Quantico. Yeah. yeah. He's, 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 he's hitting everything. He's got a all. He's an expert hand-to-hand -hand combat. He and finds out that Hannibal Lecter's loose. He's like, I'll take the case. They're like, no, we're going to put Jodie Foster on, on it. it. Keeps getting passed yeah, over for the good shit. over. And then they're like, uh, well, <laughs> we need a gardener. <laughs> We got this. You're the only, only, you're the only Latino you're in the, the FBI. Latino so. in the FBI. Wait, who Have knows you about landscapes? And he's like, yeah. I used shears for the first 14 years of my life. <laughs> you said oh, your family's movie, uh, landscapers, Let's make right? That movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! It would be brilliant to do a movie based on one small character, undercover it's, gardener. It's kind of like I like called dibs on the vigilante truck driver. Yeah, okay. it's, 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 it's like, it's like Rosencrantz yeah. and Guildenstern are dead, mm -hmm. but for the gardener. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I was like, that's the gardener is still there, and how shitty would it be? It's hours later, and he's like, Hey guys. Can I can I come off the shift now? He's talking into his little wrist thing, and they're like, "You have to stay there. The gardener's there till nine. And he's just he's like, like, "I'm a fucking like, cop, you guys. Yeah, I haven't like, eaten since this morning." <laughs> and he's on salary pay. He's not even getting overtime. This guy treats for me it. like shit. He's like, "I'm dropping trees, yeah, <laughs> for nothing." <laughs> well, so Carter, oh, he's fine. running out of things to prune. <laughs> She's <laughs> like he's, he's literally he's on to me. He's done the lawn. Oh, well, there and there there is actually an important line coming in a few minutes that ties in with the fact that the FBI guy FBI guy is there, which is weird. Okay. Oh. Hmm. Sorry. Uh, well, Carter joins him. He opens the package they delivered. It's just a fancy cigar. Uh, he he Carter lights it up. Cut. Use the but, dude, Carter. Huh? The way he lights up that cigar, Freud would have had a field day with this shot. <laughs> Cole he literally is great. grips it. In a, in a suggestive manner, uh -huh. pops it in his mouth <laughs> and like fucking lights it. It's so like Freud was like squirming well, in his grave. He takes that cutter first and he clips off the end there. Yeah. Hey. We're all giving it. <laughs> we, we just took a selfie in the yeah, middle of the show. You guys. For, my, awesome. yeah, for my girlfriend so she knows what's going on. And uh, it turns out that his car didn't really get impounded. He owns the lot. He's like, I own the lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what fucks. an asshole. Yeah, so he Thanks tells for all the property. And, and he damage. has the line. Yeah. He says, he says, do you really think that I would let someone impound my car? Yeah, and you owe me a gate. What a dick. That's how and he tells I them they're hired, it. that you owe me a gate and we'll take it out of your cut. <laughs> You're That's hired. Amazing. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how these guys, okay, they were told that it was an impound lot. Mm -hmm. They weren't told that it was what, how did they know where it was? They got there. They, they knew were it was a red to, Ferrari. But they knew, and it was a little hate, but like, I, I still don't understand. He said it was an impound lot. They go to a boat lot. Like, there's so much. Well, that's I think it was. The, I have to assume it's the only impound lot in Little Haiti, and right. it also has mostly boats. <laughs> Can we say something about criminals? Sure. It's so interesting to me that once, once you've made it to like, a being a billionaire, right? Where this guy, right. they talk about this guy like he's, a he's very rich, yeah. right? He's in importing, exporting. Why don't you just stop? I mean, literally. Yeah. You can stop being a criminal. Yeah. You don't have to make any money at this point. You could literally be like, hey, second command, you're now in charge. I'm going to Bahamas to live the rest of my life with a billion dollars by myself right. with some hot ladies and, and uh, retire. Even, even but they just keep doing it. There it's was a, I think it's an, it's an addiction. There was, a, there was an interview with Ice-T in the 90s when he was on 
uh, the cop, that cop show. Yeah. And Tom somebody Sagan. went to do it, and he was like, hey, I want to show you something. And he took him in the kitchen. He opened up his cupboards. It was full of Uzis. And the guy was like, what the fuck is this? And he goes, hey, I still, I'm still pimping, and I'm still whatever. And he was like, you have like a billion – you're like a television star now. Why do you need to do this? And he's like, hey, it's the life. He just couldn't – so he's still pimping. It's like I see is still a pimp now. Are you serious? Yeah. He That's still weird. pimps. That's, That's crazy. crazy. I mean, you'd think he'd get arrested at some point. Eh, well, he's rich. He's no off. longer. Well, do, uh, do you guys like? Yeah, I, I thought weird. that it was really interesting. Like, I feel like the part that Cole Hauser plays, the Carter Verone, would typically have gone to an older guy in these oh, kind of movies. Yeah, and I think I just feel like he pulls it off here. He's I actually really do think good. he's a good yeah. bad guy. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. like in this movie, like you go, oh yeah, no, this is a bad guy. Mm-hmm. You trust that he's a bad guy, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. like he he often he, he often makes choices that like there's a part uh, where he's talking to Rome and and Brian, and instead of getting mad at Roman, he kind of seems bemused by him. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Well, and again, I think that's one of those things that the director did where we're talking about like he, he knows criminals right. and criminals <laughs> right. yeah. and he goes and he goes yeah this, this guy's acting like a criminal like when he uh, well we're getting to that part so I don't need to say nothing well he, I, it's funny you say that though because uh, Singleton did say he wanted Cole Hauser to be a Lee Van Cleef type which is the oh wow from the that's good, a the bad, really the ugly. interesting especially uh, since Rob Cohen said he wanted Rick Yoon from the first movie to be a Lee Van Cleef type yeah uh-huh. that's interesting I, has anybody ever seen anything where Cole Hauser plays a good guy no well, he was he was also in Pitch Black, right? It's Wasn't those he the cop? Bones. <laughs> yeah, because he's he's the guy that's chasing Vin Diesel in Pitch Black. He's the cop, right? Isn't he? If I'm not mistaken, I don't remember. I have seen it, but I don't. But remember. he always plays kind of a douchebag. Like yeah. I can't. The the weird thing is, ironically, he's probably a really nice guy in real life because well, every when you play an asshole in movies, usually like a good dude. Knows? But like, yeah, yeah. who knows? But he's at this point. he's definitely. I've seen dudes who look like him. Who are for sure pricks. So you never know. <laughs> right, yeah. And of course, yeah. you can't. It's not fair to say to judge a book by its cover, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that cover drinks monster. <laughs> and and where's a, Ed Hardy? And has a, flat bill, has a flat bill cap and also drives a truck that needs a ladder to get into. Totally. In Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. So you got something sometimes to you can no. judge that douche. No, just, uh, I, I know okay, people yes. exactly like that. Yeah. That description was spot on. Yeah. Well, so Roman asks Carter what the job is that they've been hired for, and before Carter answers, he wants to move locations a third time. Yes. <laughs> and and here's his exact words. He says, "This house has ears," which means that he suspects that somebody in there is a mole. That FBI guy, the gardener, his days are numbered, guys. <laughs> I know, right? He's going to be shot off camera in for about sure. an hour. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Either that or the mansion literally has like Mickey ears. Yeah, right. it's like an art or, installation. Or they know he's being bugged. You know, like a, um, was it Gotti? Yeah, Gotti knew that they had all his phones tapped and knew that all of his, like, they knew that he, everybody, Maybe that's it. everything like he, he said, he was, people were listening to him. They did say they were, they were tracking him for like the last couple of years. Year, they couldn't no, year, find anything yeah. on him. Yeah. So yeah, okay. I mean, he can assume. Maybe he doesn't know for sure. Well, he obviously doesn't know for sure who the the mole yeah, is. Yeah, and he knows that he he knows that the cops know he's a criminal, but they don't have evidence. Anything specifically on and, him? Uh, right. Our justice system works that way, where you know. <laughs> so it's accurate. You don't in that have way, uh, at least. evidence. You can't put a guy away. Where's Batman? And also, and you know damn well. Come on, who's that good of a criminal that you've been watching him for two years? You can't figure out where he puts his money. I don't know. Al Capone. That's of course, true. back in the day, Maybe that was Al Capone. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. It, back in the day, you, got you, could nothing. Go, you could go into the bank and just rob the bank and then go to a different town and they will never find you. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, they had so, no idea. No yeah. cameras, no internet. Yeah. Um, and also, Carter is wasteful because he just throws away that cigar he just started smoking. 
which yeah. is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, and Carter's and the gardener has to. That's pick the it up. that's <laughs> the real crime right there. Yeah. yeah. The, I wonder the, if the gardener the smokes spent, it. Yeah. The guy who spent seven years at Quantico becoming the best agent in the no, that's on the that's the gardener's payment. That's how he pays. I wonder. I wonder if he's like, it's a fucking Cuban. I'm gonna smoke this. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And Carter uh, says uh, that he wants them to deliver a package, but he won't tell them what it is. If he isn't going to give them any details, why did they change locations? He doesn't tell them, here's what it is, here's what I want. He's, he's, a, he's a careful criminal. I guess He's very so. savvy. That's he, what, hey, that's why he has been caught, Zach. That's right. Yeah. Well, he, all he says is that he wants them to deliver what he tells them to deliver and that he'll personally hand them $100,000. Roman says make it 100000 apiece because, again, they hungry. Yeah, they hungry. And then he goes, your pockets are empty. Or he goes, our pockets are empty, but yours. And he tries to, like, yeah. touch them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you ever fucking touch me again. Yeah. Which, Which is a really great. effective. Totally. Like, when he said that, I was scared. Like, and, and I tried to touch him. It was a the, bit. I was like, what's happening? Um, calculated. Although, it wasn't over the top. I would never, like, if I was going to pick people in a fight between Tyrese and that dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm picking Tyrese. Oh, Tyrese. Tyrese would yeah. wipe him up. So There's also something. Uh, you mentioned the Lee, Cle- Lee Van Cleef thing. Something I noticed about how they shot this movie, and tell me if it's in the... Uh, in the commentary, the first film, uh, Rob Cohen shot the night scenes to still be warm. He didn't use like blue lighting. In this one, you can tell that they used really hot lighting on the actors to make yeah. it look really hot and sweaty because they're all squinting. It's very Sergio Leone. Oh, like yeah, They're all squinting when they're outside without sunglasses on and they're sweating and you can see the light shining off of them. So I think they shot it like a western with that in mind yeah well, because he does it's really hard to shoot outside being in an the influence. sun like he, he yeah. lists those three kind of things that I talked about the video games the anime and everything yeah. but he does mention there being western elements okay. which is it's, again dude, another tie to the first movie completely shot like so so folks who are listening if you're watching the movie it's the scene where they go outside and they're talking you know about the, the $100,000 mm-hmm. watch it how everyone is squinting Brian and, you, and, there's, there, and there are no shadows mm-hmm. which is really it's really hard to shoot outside anyway under the sun mm-hmm. so what they do is they use all of this extra lighting all around it to make no shadows so those guys are probably sweating balls these actors totally. and that's why they're squinting that's why Clint Eastwood used to squint in the Man With No Name movies because they put a 5k light 10 feet from him hot. and he was squinting and it became his trademark mm-hmm. so I just thought that that's was hilarious. interesting yeah. well Carter says uh, that he wants uh, Brian and Roman to meet him and Monica at Club Pearl tonight Brian shakes Carter's hand because you know we know that he likes to do that Roman doesn't before they can leave, Carter asks Roman to give him his cigar cutter back that he tried to steal like a dumbass, which is why he touched his pocket. And you know what's very interesting with the handshake? It's the only shot in the movie so far. It's shot completely from the ground up as mm-hmm. if the, the person. So it's like a handshake with the devil. It's like you're looking up from hell watching the devil handshake with Brian, which was interesting. Nice, nice. Well, now so that you see, said- it's a smarter movie than you mm-hmm. thought, Ron. <laughs> There's subtext. I think, you, I think you might be adding some shit into this. <laughs> I, I think I'm a, I'm a big movie fan who probably is reading into this. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know. I was, like, you look at things, you, you look at movies like I read books. Because I will read a book. I don't like to read. I mean, I'm I don't know kidding. if you do or not. I love reading. Yeah. Um, but like when you're reading a book, you'll go, "I'll I'll read a, a a page and then I'll go, oh, there's there's sentences that are referring to something that's going to happen in the future. Remember that." And I'll that I don't do when head. I'm reading. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Well, so I'm smarter than you is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> and, unless it comes true. to movies. Yeah. And then I'm not at all. So Brian and Roman uh, head back to their cars, arguing all the way. Roman imitates Carter with a Spanish accent that he doesn't have. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, And then we find out that both Roman and Brian are actually concealing weapons. 
weren't they frisked when they got to the mansion? Where are they hiding these guns? Hey, sometimes, uh, like you in the earlier scene, a cigar a is just a cigar. Yes. Your gun. Yeah, you got you, they Those guns well, are up there. How much loot must they have to get them out that Pray fast? That it doesn't go off. That's right. Yeah. If you sit wrong, you yeah. hit a bump. The safety's yeah. on. It's cool. These guys are driving awfully fast with guns up their butts. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> hey, Roman uh, implies that Brian is letting Monica distract him, and and I do like that they're playing with this aspect of his character because I'll just say now we find out later that Roman doesn't know about Mia. And he's already saying, like, Brian, you have a problem with girls. You always get in trouble with females. Yeah. yeah. Which, which again, this is one of the weird things is we knew nothing about Brian in the first film. In this one, we, we find out that Roman is his old buddy, mm-hmm. that they grew up in Barstow, California, that they did all this stuff. We still don't know why Brian would become a cop because he's obviously friendly with the criminal element. Yeah, he's always mm-hmm. been a troublemaker. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. always kind of been in trouble and stuff like that. And it makes you wonder if his bio that they were looking at earlier is real. Right. They just changed the name. But that is a great thing. He's always getting in trouble over females, which is a really really good character trait for that guy because he's a daredevil. He likes you know to take what? chances. I, I, and he's good looking, so he's going to do it. And it also, once, once I don't want to get too much into it, but once Mia does come back into the picture, I mean, I think that kind of informs how much there is a connection with the two of them because right. it's She made really good before. tuna. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you didn't, you didn't hear that, Anthony. Uh, <laughs> so Brian and Roman go back to Tej's garage, which is also like a marina, and he's having jet ski races behind the garage. Yeah, his, his, he literally does have his fingers in everything. Yeah. Like, he's betting on fucking water sports. Yeah. Dare I say that it's ludicrous? Okay, sorry. <laughs> it's a song I sing when I make a bad joke. Oh. <laughs> what was that? I know what it is. It wasn't what was a bad it? joke. Uh, I don't Knight know. Rider? I was making, Knight Rider? No, no. It sounded like Knight Rider. Knight Rider is do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
person anyway there's a, a really funny extra in here by the way it's the fourth or it's the third or fourth person it's the last person who gives him money mm-hmm. where he goes how you doing and the dude is one of the worst background extras i've ever seen he does these like weird arm gestures <laughs> like he's upset and walks <laughs> off and i was like wow he stuck out like a sore fucking thumb. that's why he's it got cut terrible yeah well in here uh roman asked tej if he races too and tej says he crashed into a wall doing 120 mm-hmm. and now doesn't race anymore don't you mean died? Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. I wonder if that's where he learned how to hack. Spoiler, Anthony. Um, <laughs> no, you didn't I hear saw that. The you didn't movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's so right. it's like okay. there's no indication whatsoever that Tej has any interest in computers whatsoever. Anything. But by like the fifth film, he's like hacking into, in, into and, and Quantico guys, and shit. I don't know if you've ever studied computers. Uh, I took a C++ class. Mm-hmm. Uh, that shit is hard. I'm Programming sure, yeah. is hard. Learning to hack is would take you 10 to 15 years probably. Uh, and, unless you're real good at understanding that style of thing or whatever, so maybe five years. But maybe yeah, he no. was studying it while he was in the hospital, recuperating from Could his 120 be. mile. He was an reading hour C plus plus for dummies. Accident. Yeah, exactly. Tej, what can we bring you? Is there anything we? He's like, I well, need well, my hands still work. Plus plus. <laughs> yeah, I think I might have to learn JavaScript? how to hack. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and, and and so the Brian asked Tej to let Rome stay in his guest room, which is just like an RV behind the garage, apparently. Uh, and the mechanic looking at Brian's car comes up and tells them they're being traced by the cops. And uh, this was your favorite part, Ron. Yeah, because it's like, uh, first off, you know, so what you're saying is that this these cars are connected to the Internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because the GPS does not work unless you have an Internet connection. Yeah, and it's, that's got a, how it's, it's going to like a satellite, right? And then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And Brian yeah. surmises that's how they knew they'd be at the impound. And they're, and they're like, this is interconnected to everything. You could never take it out, which is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's is, like, it's, it's wired to everything well, in your car. Jimmy yeah, actually says it's wired so hot that whoever's tracking these things would know every time you don't wear your seatbelt, which we know Brian has a problem with from his police record. Yeah. Here's, here's the a, camera like kind of lingers on him, oh, too. Really? Yeah. Here is my question. Why does no one else react like Tej and Suki and everybody? They're like, hmm, they have GPS in their cars. Well, I guess we're going to need to find you a different car. It's like, do, does no one fucking go wait a minute does that mean that they're following you now and do they know about what we're doing here like based on future movies tez should have known how to remove that tracker i mean right he studied up a c plus plus in between, between this and the yeah, well, movie. and c plus plus was just to build upon everything okay. that he yes. eventually learned you got to right. learn that first it's a base yeah. language yeah, you do you html know. all that stuff yeah um <laughs> and also know, brian notices ricardo and enrique followed them uh rome pulls some kind of bugs bunny prank and sets fire to the thug's car I, I do love i do love how he like sneaks a pops up in the window he's like elian fidel <laughs> which isn't their names uh, yeah uh, well no it's <laughs> elian it's, it's, it's the because they're cuban so he's yeah. it's fidel castro and elian Gonza- Gonz- who's the kid oh, Gonzalez? In, yeah, the kid that was dick. Yeah, he's yeah. being a total. I forgot bag. it was 2003 and being racist. Right, right. right. Yeah. But uh, you know, hey, it's a movie. The um, and he does that. Yeah, and he squirts. He acts like he he's looks washing like he's their gonna like wash their car. And he yeah. lights it on fire. <laughs> it's that's a it's very Elmore fluid. Leonard moment, by the way. Again, like Elmore Leonard always has two hitmen following the the heroes around, mm-hmm. and they always kind of like snipe with each other. Mm-hmm. And those guys are perfect Elmore Leonard characters. Totally. Like yeah. So 
Yeah. Uh, I almost wish I could come back for the later on stuff because there's a couple of moments with those guys while they're escaping that I wanted to talk about, but I won't. So <laughs> another time. We'll, we'll bring you back for some bonus episodes. Yeah, maybe I'll just pop in. You know, maybe record a couple of things and then we can like maybe throw it in there when we do it later. I don't know yeah, if we no, have time. Not, yeah. yeah, but um, let's we'll ask the editor. Editor, how do you feel about that? Hey, you'll do what we okay. tell you to do, stooge. No. I'm kidding. That's just a nice joke. be ass. Where are you no. going, Anthony? Mm-hmm. Why are you Let's walking away? Yeah. <laughs> Come back. Come back, Anthony. Well, real, real quick, uh, Brian and Roman, go, they go back to the customs office. They ask Bilkins what happened. And before he can answer, Markham pulls a gun on Roman, hands it to Agent Dunn, and then pushes him up against the wall. Oh, they, they fight. He's like, yeah. why did you shoot at me? Yeah. yeah he's 15 like minutes in, sort of right in the middle of that altercation. So. Dude, here's something I just realized, by the way. Mm-hmm. You guys, the scene where he runs up and he lights a car on fire is shot exactly like Beverly Hills Cop. That when is he runs, exactly what he puts when the he, banana. When he runs up, when he runs up they go, I'm not going to fall for the banana. That's exactly what that is. That I guarantee you that's what both of those guys were thinking. It doesn't even Axel Foley like pop up yes. like just like yes. that. It's, I just realized that that's a Beverly Hills mm-hmm. Cop tribute there. Oh my God. The, uh, that is, a, you're right. That's yeah. awesome. It's shot exactly the same way because it popped into my head while we were talking. Um, Markham, why... He pulls a gun on him in the middle of a room full of cops. Yeah. First of all, why why would they show up if they were running? I mean, this guy's the dumbest fucking cop I've ever seen. <laughs> totally. Like, they show up at the place they're supposed, they're supposed to. to be. They're clearly not running. Maybe you come out without your gun drawn, and you go, guys, what the fuck happened back there? Like, But I still like to hear uh, James Remar uh, say lines. So. <laughs> oh, James Remar is a great actor. And, and it would have been better to have a conversation like that, like, if, if Roman's like, uh, you were gonna blow our cover, you fucking totally, idiot. yeah, yeah, and 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 I shot not at you because I can shoot a gun, yeah, so that they would be convinced. How are we having this conversation? Have you ever been a policeman before? <laughs> right. How long have you been doing this? Yeah, are we this about to have everything go badly for us? And he's a total shit dipshit. right now. Yeah, and, well, you know, there is. Sorry, I didn't no, no. mean to cut you off, Zach. Uh, apparently, the Markham character. I I've not watched the full movie. Markham character apparently was going to be a villain in league with Carter Verone, oh, which is probably why they set him up as a dipshit earlier in the movie, because that's why he's trying to set them up and try to get them exposed, mm-hmm. and they probably drop that storyline later. Interesting. Yeah, I will but, say uh, that doesn't yeah, happen. That okay. Yeah. So, sorry. Cool. Anyways, that's that's we hit it, right? We, we did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we froze on a pretty good last bit. Yeah. You know what? I will also say that uh, throughout the first film, the 15 minutes like ended perfectly and and this is the first one that kind of ends in the middle of something yeah because they're in the middle of, they're literally in the middle of a fight when yeah because we froze it and it was like tyrese up against a wall with right. a guy Bilkins holding him and it's trying all to, like ah. separate him yeah exactly looks like that, a pablo picasso painting <laughs> i want that image to be like the uh the episode image well let's I make it happen raging it happen. tyrese well, and, and let me say that you know who is it i can't remember who says this but they say acting is reacting Right, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. but that is actually a pretty good scene where he, Tyrese looks real mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he seems like he's that's a, the thing. I mean, I'm not going to say his lines that, are all batshit crazy. But. <laughs> yeah, but he is good enough that I can believe him as that yeah, character. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like him in this movie. I know, I know some I, people have I, some issues with. I him. I like him overall in the movie. Mm-hmm. I just don't think. They should let him improv, improvise most of the time. He, I agree wholeheartedly. He yeah. may be the one of those kind of actors who needs that. Um, one of the and weird you can't memorize like, lines. You mean? Well, here's here's <laughs> something really strange that I that that I learned about like directing 
from Michael Mann of all people, which is it, I didn't study with the man or anything, but I was an extra who got bumped up to a uh, body double for Ali when I lived in Chicago. Oh, cool. So Paul Rodriguez, uh, I, I would sit in the scene and they'd light it and stuff, and then Paul Rodriguez would come in. So I got to follow Michael Mann around and I'd listen to him directing all of the different people, and they, they didn't get pissed at me that I was like following him around. I was like, I just want to hear it. And uh, Ted Levine from uh, the first. Fast and the Furious plays a cop in in this movie. He would talk to him really quiet. He would sit down on the corner. They would be really he'd coax him and this that. Whenever they were going to have uh, Will Smith act, he would be like, "Okay, we're about to roll the camera. Come on, get it!" And he'd get him really hyped, and Will Smith would be going, "Yeah, yeah!" And then he'd be like, "Action!" And then he'd act. And I think that's what Tyrese Gibson is like. Interesting. They probably were like, we need to get this guy in his natural element. Let's let him just kind of do his thing. They'd get him really hyper. They'd roll the camera and he would do his thing. That's, that makes sense. That's what I get out of this character. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know? I don't think they should have let him do that. <laughs> Apparently, You're there is fire, a lot of <laughs> there are This a lot episode of is over. Scenes. Dang it. Yeah. No, I mean, really, this no, episode's no, yeah. over. We're no, about I'm just to... kidding. So what do you got going on, Ron? Well, I, we already talked about it. Just listen to my podcast, right, yeah. Nerd Goat. Get on um, Nerd Goat. It's good stuff. It's pretty yeah, awesome. It's great. Uh, and if you're at any con, um, I've done. I'm be doing a couple of different things. Uh, I always do stand up at most comic book convention. Do nerd nerd specific stand up. I haven't been to any con. Is that in California? Any, any comic book convention? Oh, any con. Oh, I see. Any I'm sure there is an comic any book con. <laughs> any con. Yeah. Any con. Northern England. It's, it's Northern con. England. Whatever you want. Literally convention. just anything you show up. Any it's got con. Any con. Yeah. Which which cons are turning into really? Yeah. But um, uh, any any comic book convention you go to, I'll probably be doing stand up or a panel of some type in there. Uh, recently did one that was really fun, which was uh, a, a how to date a geek panel, but it was more like just a. a uh, more like a dating advice for geeks <laughs> panel, and it was really fun. Were there any girls there? Yeah. Okay. There were girls and boys. Nice. That's that's see, this is a misnomer. I don't like your attitude, Zach. <laughs> yeah. Because let me tell you, Asshole. I had a kid come I'm up sorry. to me once. I was wearing um, uh, a uh, a shirt with a uh, Killing Joke on it, mm-hmm. and this older dude, uh, you know, around my age, whatever, he comes in, he's like, "Oh, Killing Joke. I read that when I was a kid. You know, I used to read comic books, and then I started liking girls." And well, I was like, "That's interesting, because you know what you. I did." I started liking girls who read comic books. Yeah, yeah. smart the way, answer. There's a bunch of them. Well, yeah. I don't mean necessarily that girls aren't into comic books. I just mean that attractive girls that are into comic books are usually snatched up and wouldn't necessarily need to go. Not not as much as you think. Yeah. They also need to date. They also find need to find dates. Sometimes yeah, yeah. people are awkward and they don't know how to talk to people and they need to learn how to do that. And if you can give them good advice uh, on doing that, and I'm good at it. I've been good at talking to ladies my entire life. I don't know why that is. I, actually, yes, I do. Well, let, let's set up a seminar uh, workshop, you and me. Uh, yeah, you sure. Can, you can tell S- me what good. I'm doing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're probably, I don't know. I don't, I, I'll, I'll have to watch you in your natural environment at some point. <laughs> Sounds um, good. But it basically, uh, what my advice to everybody, if you want to hear it, even though this has nothing to do with anything, is uh, you treat women like people. Mm-hmm. Makes uh, sense. What you do. What? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, you talk to them. And listen to them, and really listen. These like actually care ideas. about what they say, and then uh, ask them questions. You mean have an actual conversation? Something to do, yeah. And yeah. then, uh, but that sounds exhausting. Yeah, that is, that's how and Brian is, got Mia. That's right. Yeah. Uh, that's Just, how I. That's how I have a girlfriend. Um, and that's uh, it's so why I've had girlfriends and been getting laid since I was a young gentleman who was bad looking and, and has no money. Old enough I'm to have broke. Sex. I've not had a car plenty of times, and all of those times I'd had girlfriends or getting laid. So anybody who's like, oh, I need to have a better job, I need to be hotter, you, you don't. You could just be an average-looking person who treats a woman with kindness, and then, voila, you got a girlfriend. Or you could get plastic surgery to look more like Paul Walker. 
You know what? I'm going to go with your idea. And wear baggy clothes. <laughs> also, work out a lot to look like Tyrese. If you look like Paul Walker and your buff is Tyrese, you will have a girlfriend. Okay. Yeah, at least one, <laughs> I would say. You got any social media you want to mention? Oh, yeah. Twitter. Uh, Dorky Swallow. I think Get it's on that a Twitter. Twitter. Ron Swallow. If you'll just put Ron Swallow in anything, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Hey, you want to sure. look me up on Snapchat? You can send me pictures of your cats. Why I not? like that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, more importantly, listen to Nerd Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vito, what's going on, man? At Vito Lapicola on, uh, on Twitter. I never tweet, but come on. Do it. Let's, let's it do shot. this anyway. Just try He'll it start once, tweeting Vito. if you start following him. Yes. Yeah. Anthony, what's going on, man? I'm at This Game Cheats on Twitter and check in frequently at www.filmthreat.com for uh, my reviews, my articles, and my uh, podcast that I co-host with Chris Gore. If you want to read about movies Anthony actually likes, that's the place to go. I don't know. I spew a lot of hate on oh, filmthreat.com, too. Why am I not surprised? Yeah. Well, I, you could... I have an entire country pissed off at me, Zach. I'll what tell country you that is story that? later. Australia. Oh, really? All of Australia? That's not a country so you, you want angry at you. It's not only no, a country, it's a continent as well. You guns, <laughs> which is cool. You have a whole like continent. They've got a huge yeah. Ackman. Oh. That's right, yeah. Well, you can also tweet the, the show at SoFastPodcast. You can shoot us an email at SoFastSoFuriousPodcast at gmail.com. And you can sure as hell listen to our show next week when we'll dive into another 15 minutes of Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs>